Sigma Man Diaries Podcast. Let's get on with it, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We can relax, 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 have fun, have fun, fun, get a good laugh, get a good laugh, laugh, get information, 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 and enjoy the show, enjoy the show, the show. I, I, I need to do what I do. Sigma man. I have a question, ladies and gentlemen. First off, I'd like to say thank you for the support. Thank you for following me. And thank you for participating in my talks. Um, recently, I just started, you know, doing my podcast. Um, I started on January 5th. That's when I first set up my account on Red Circle. I don't too much really like to talk a lot to people, especially people that, you know, I don't know. I haven't really gained um, a connection with because I'm very selective on my company, on my keep. One of the one of the main reasons are, and the main pri- primary reason is because I like my peace. I like the mindset that I have. I like the freedom to think, the freedom to say things, you know, as long as it's respectful. Sometimes it come off disrespectful. That depends on the individual that I'm, you know, interacting with as far as conversing or in a conversation with, right? It's based on intellect, understanding, and communication. I'm more or less one of the guys, you know, I'm very direct. Like I said before, I don't like to sugarcoat anything. I don't sugarcoat anything. I only see logic. I'm very open-minded, very rational. However, there's no in-between the lines. Like there's either it is or it isn't. Sometimes some, you know, sometimes you have to read in between the lines because people aren't direct or they aren't sure how to say the things they truly want to say. Maybe they kind of, subconscious about it um subconscious about offending someone ladies and gentlemen i have a question and it is a two-part question okay i'm just going to go ahead and get along with the show um should a man have to put a woman in her place because she finds that you know she let that masculinity within the man to say hey you know i want you to take charge of me being out of order or you know is it toxic or dysfunctional for a man to say hey you know, I like a woman that's snappy. I like a spunky woman. I like a woman that, you know, has a has a mouth on it or whatever the case is. I, I, I for, first and foremost, sometimes I, I like to just sit back and think, reflect on things, analyze things, even before I approach it. I think about it in every scenario, each and every way possible. But I do it very precisely and meticulously. Right. So I see the ins and outs immediately. The red flags, that, that's what I call them. Red flags. Is that a red flag for a guy to say, you know, I only like, you know, spunky women? Or for a woman to say, you know, I like for a man to put me in my place. I only deal with a man if he can control me, you know, because I like to be this way. I like to be that way. Is it worth sacrificing your peace? Dealing with someone like that, whether it's a man or a woman, a guy that's somewhat out of control, he, he's messy. Uh, he doesn't care what he does, who it impacts, how it impacts a person. How does that affect another individual life, though? Why are relationships toxic? How do they start to become dysfunctional? Why does it exist in the first place? Is it a lack of communication? Is it a lack of respect? Any any of those things along the, along the lines, right? 
So I come across a lot of these contexts today, more or less with the Generation X. If everybody know what Generation X is, right? And I believe those are the ones that's born in 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Or is that the Xenios? It's, it's one of the years. 2000s, I believe, between 2000 and... It's like a... Bipart- they got like... It's, it splits. It's, it's funny because it splits into two years. And it's kind of weird. I was trying to understand it. But like 2003, 2004, something like that, they have two different things, right? So I'm like, man, it is what it is. I'll just say it like this. For the women between the ages of 20 and 26, you know what I mean? So I would make that more fluently, you know, I would make that more more understandable. So I would just say it like that. Based on their race, based on, let's say, their childhood, right? Whether they had a father, grew up without a father, whether they had a mother who took the time to really sit down with them and show them the, the feminine ways in life and how to really go about attracting the right type of guy, right? But is it an instance whereas the sons, you know, did they raised by the same by the same type of mother? You know what I mean? Especially in the African American community, there are a lot of broken families, dysfunctional families, and that happens throughout the worldwide with any race of people. But I'm saying predominantly within my culture and my society. You know, because we we come across people on a daily basis of different culture, races, whether they're prejudiced, whether they are racist, you know, supremacist, all types of, uh, you know, people are involved in a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? So when you got these people mingling amongst all types of people, picking up different habits, all types of characteristics, whether they indulge in someone and become, you know, the victim, they know better, but they go against their better judgment. And they cause these problems on themselves and then they want to turn around and blame someone else because they don't lack, I mean, because they lack accountability. They don't take accountability. They don't self-reflect, right? So when you're dealing with these type of people in today's society, they, they, they're reckless. You know, we, we call the women hyenas and we, we call the men beta males and all those other things, right? But why classify people? to a certain standard of people, right? Is are, are you saying that they're less than? Are there low value people? I mean, what is that? You know, how, how does that derive within the community of people as far as the human race, right? It's like a separation, right? You know, you got this group of people, you have that group of people, you know, at odds with each other. For example, you have some modern women who would call a woman who's suitable for a husband. She's wife material. They would call her a pygmy. Whereas the pygmies call, you know, the modern women GMOs, genetically modified women, obviously, right? And like the guys, you know, most alpha males is real quick to call another man a simp or a beta male. But any type of man, regardless of his social hierarchy, right? He can be a simp. You know what I mean? He can be a simp, no matter if he's an alpha or beta, whatever the case is, a man will simp. That's just in a man's nature. You know, that's how he go about showing a woman that he's interested in her. But how does that work, though? If a man interested in a woman, but her attitude is just so far off because she has no self-control, no discipline. Same thing with these Pookie and Ray Rays ripping around the streets, right? Being responsible for the majority of, of fatherless children. Or they put women in a position to become single moms or the single moms put themselves in a position by picking these these type of men, right?
But how could something like that be dissolved in the community? Whereas people look at people and put them in a different perspective of having standards, uh, you know, setting boundaries, using people, um, you know, being disrespectful, whatever the case is. But I always sit back and I always wonder what would cause a woman to have a masculine trait when her, her, her natural self is to be feminine, to be a nurturer, to be chivalrous. But all that stuff is lacking in today's modern women. So when you come across these type of women wanting a certain, a selective type of man, right? You know, he, he could be the perfect man for her. But she would end up losing that man because of her attitude, because of how she is. And most times and often they will always say, well, this is who I am. I'm not going to change for anybody. And if I change for someone, it has to be this. And a lot of men do it, too. But a lot of men find themselves not having to change, you know, for a woman unless they see something very valuable within her, which is understandable. The same thing it is for a woman. But how is that going to help in far in regards to like a, they call it soulmates or soul searching or they call it this 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 vibe. Right. We have this connection and all these other things. But yet and still, they're not putting forth the effort to become a better person, to be useful to the other person so they can utilize themselves, you know, as a whole. And, and having the best outcome and results of a, of a healthy relationship and or marriage, right? But are these people marriage-minded? Are they raised to be husbands? Are they raised to be wives? Are they raised to lead, provide, and protect? Are they raised to nurture? Are they raised to be friendly? Are they raised to be cooperative, submissive, willing? You know, are they raised to have marriages before wedding, I mean, before baby showers and gender reveals? Because a lot of that stuff is going on now. You know, you have more gender reveals, more baby showers than you have marriages. And that contributes to, to the level of poverty in any community of, of any race. You know, because a two-parent household is always, or a two-income household as well, is always better than one. But why won't certain groups of people unify amongst each other knowing that they are suitable for each other? But yet and still they will overvalue themselves. And put themselves on a pedestal so they could be or feel more entitled or deserving. So I want to ask someone the question out there if you feel like, you know, chiming in. Have you ever ran across somebody that you were interested in? But it was just something about that person to whereas, you know, once you start talking to them and getting to know them and everything, right? It, it was a turnoff. Did you feel like you wasted your time? Did you feel as if, you know, you had this hunch, but... You figured you didn't want to be paranoid because in the past you had certain situations, right? And you didn't want to bring your past into your present because you know for a fact if you have done so, that you would not have a future, right? With with no one. I mean, you would end up dying alone. You will have trust issues and all these other uh, dilemmas that you brought on yourself. It's self-inflicted wounds. You know what I mean? Self-victimization. You know, self-pity. You know, a lot of people deal with a lot of low self-esteem. They need a lot of validation. They, they need to be accepted by society. And they live up to other people's standards. And they potentially become someone else, you know, someone who they're not. And they have to live this facade. You know, so is, is there anybody out there that's willing to have a conversation as far as 
How can I put this? Did you ever meet someone who you felt was suitable for you? But due to the action, their ways, it, it, it was a turnoff. And it kind of made you feel as if you didn't want to, you know, date anymore. Welcome to my world. Hi, Mary. Story of life. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. Um, Nigel. Yes. So, uh, it's a very, very incredible conversation. Thank you. Yes. Um, and I've been there as a woman. Um, not all men are good. Not all men are bad. Not all women are good or bad. And sometimes we need to start a conversation. And um, we have expectations of our, you know, friendships, uh, partners, or wives, uh, girlfriends, whatever. And yeah, as equals, 50-50, we need to be put in our place. And if that's not respected, and if that's not listened, then you know what? That person is not worth, worth it. So I didn't get into the details. I just came on um, sleepless nights again. It happens. Um, yeah, we need to start a conversation about if we're going for equality that we've been for decades. Some women could get out of control. And I've seen it. Men as well, you know, it's 50-50. Right. Um, and we need to resolve issues and we need to have an understanding about uh, family units, about our upbringings, uh, resolving, um, I'm not even going to use that word trauma because we all experienced it. Well, we will continue to experience it. But we need to have, we need to bring families back. Instead of, um, uh, you know, some family members need to go. We understand that. But we need to bring family, which means there's friends and, you know, other people involved in our lives. Right. And um, when we do this, where there is a conflict and we may not be the one to be able to resolve it, like in the court of law, there's mediators, attorneys, defense, offense, whatever, prosecution. Uh, but there's always a mediator before anything gets to court. That person is trying to help both parties mm -hmm. to reach resolution. It's about a conversation. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I've been there many times. And People like that should be respected. And it could be your friend, it could be a stranger, it could be someone that knows both of you or one of you, and to reach an agreement. Not an agreement like in a financial sense of way, or, but an agreement where two people or multiple people could 
begin an understanding. I agree. Question. I have a quick question. Yes. As as far as um what you're saying the the fifty fifty thing, right? When it goes into the context of uh, making sure you're compatible with each other, um, the yeah. equal level of respect, um, the reciprocation, um, yes. all that stuff, right? Um, do you feel as if a lot of people end up in certain predicaments because of the saying you attract who you are? Do you believe that, um, I'm not going to say uh, damage, but... Do you believe in this, the saying that you attract who you are? Yeah. I prayed for someone like me. Okay. But I married a man that I thought was like me. That was the way he presented himself. But um, it became Shit's Creek. Right. Very fast. Right. And um, he was not... He did not was not the person he presented himself to be. Gotcha. Yeah, because I have a habit, and, right? Uh, mm-hmm. No, I'm listening, Mary. Go ahead. No, no, seriously, you can go. So, do you want me to go further? Yes, yes, you can. I, I didn't. Uh, it was so a delay on my end. No. So we all have different aspects of ourselves. We have the strong, we have the intelligent, intelligent, we have the loving, the giving, the caring, or, or, you know, we all have that in us. But some people are incapable of uh, putting it out there. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I'm putting forth initial effort. Yeah. We may attract the worst part of us because we all have many parts of us regardless what degrees you have what association what we mm-hmm. have to acknowledge the damage yeah we're all damaged in our society let's be real right nobody the, the purest form of life is a child That's true. They, they're so innocent. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, a true innocence. Right. About child. Yeah. But if that child is not taken care of the way we're supposed to, as, as a father, as a mother, or aunts and uncles, or grandparents, that child will become damaged. Right. That's but a, not all. But damage defined. Damage defined. I don't know where I'm going to get to with this. <laughs> um, could be a motivator as we grow into a child, uh, you know, our younger years. Adolescence, yeah. Uh, with the help of others. You know, Hillary Clinton said it takes a village. Well, I say it takes more than that. 
Yeah, it takes a it community. It takes a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Through, uh, you know, only books, through, uh, through teachers, the correct ones, through society, through multiple people. Let people get involved in your life. And you could always eliminate. There's a process of elimination. It's basic mathematics. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I hope I said the right words. Cause... No, it's okay. Those are your thoughts. There's no right or wrong answer. Uh, yeah, there is never a right or wrong. But, um, you know, as a child, we're, you know, the mother doesn't give the milk at the right time. She doesn't know. Uh, the father is working. He doesn't know. They're cooking, cleaning, working, trying to provide a living. Yeah, we get damaged. Right. Neglect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that... We also, well, we also heal. We also have each other. Uh, we're all brothers and sisters. And we need to participate. And... Uh, that's responsibility, accountability. Right. And I, we need to acknowledge that, regardless what age we are. I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah, so I just wanted to come up and make it as brief as possible, because the judge would tell me, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't happen with me. And uh, yes, I did refer a judge. <laughs> and they're still friends. Oh, um, that's good. Damage, including him. You know, he just knows, or teachers know, or doctors know. Or, you know, we're all trying to work together. Right. And that's what makes human beings humanity and special. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome, Mary. I appreciate that. Yeah, so... I mean, it's it's a lot of instances, whereas, you know, when you enter another person's life, right? And I started the conversation off kind of slow because I'm, I'm you know, trying to figure out how to really um, approach certain topics because I know I'm kind of abrasive. So I, I tried my best to be uh, cordial where I can be um, more approachable, to, to be honest, right? But... When you come to the terms of uh, the vetting process, um, how important do you... Uh, let me see how many men and women are here, first of all. Okay. Well, hello, everyone, for watching, um, for listening to the talk. Okay, I see everybody out here is 50-50. All right, that's cool. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, I, I have a question. How important is a vetting process when it comes to the terms of dating for marriage or just in, comes in when it comes to the term of just dating period how important is the vetting process do you think that has a negative impact if people just get together based on looks chemistry um if you sexy if you're just sexually attracted to someone you know you don't even you know you don't like them like that but you're just sexually attracted to them it's like a, a hit and miss type of thing i mean how how much do you think that will impact the relationship and or marriage if the vetting process is skipped and you just go to the Netflix and chilling type of thing, I mean, then you sometimes miss the, the whole characteristic of that person because you're looking at it from a different lens. It could be lust. 
It could be from loneliness. It could be from the lack of love. It can be for the lack of fulfillment. So when you come across these people in, in your mind, you feel as if, OK, cool, I'm not lonely anymore. I, I have somebody. And a lot of people go past that whole vetting phase. Hi, Priscilla. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you for nice tuning in. You, nice to meet you as well. Uh, I think it's good to, to bring also, uh, uh, let's say, I could say a little conservative approach. Because, uh, of course, uh, most of people <laughs> bring the other type of uh, approach nowadays. So, <laughs> I don't know. I... I'm on my second marriage, and uh, I didn't intend to get separated, the first one, I didn't want to, but uh, I can clearly see that my second one um, was built uh, on friendship, and that makes things not easier, but more bearable when they get hard if you know what I mean yes so I used to work with him and so he was a colleague and uh, then we became friends and uh, I was separated already so and nowadays even when we we have discussions as any couple we at the end uh, know each other very well and we know we want the best for every for each other so even when we don't agree we know we have someone has has to step back because what we have is more precious than being right if you know what i mean yes yes i definitely know what you mean i, I i'm a deep exactly. words uh, myself but i come as i said from a conservative uh background where I learned that, um, yes, I should give the last word to my husband, but also my husband should be, uh, should consider my opinion very important. So if I, if he considers my opinion very important, I don't mind giving to him the last word, if you know what I mean. Yes. And that's the way it is. So. I give to him the last word, let's say, of course, uh, is not in the sense of like giving to him the burden, you know, but uh, I, I think that's important. And that, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes my talk, my podcast. Some of you might like what I say, then again, some of you might not. But I don't give a fuck. And I really don't. But thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And this is your host on Wisdom and your host on Sigma Male Diaries, Nigel McKnight. Y'all stay safe and be blessed. Amen. Amen.